You're listening to World Weavers, a homebrew podcast. Check out the show live on YouTube every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Check out our other shows at actualplaypods.com. Enjoy the show! We are live! Welcome back to World Weavers, everybody! The collaborative world-building actual play experiment. My name's Grant Melky. I'm the DM. Today, I am proud to be joined by Andy Hadfield. Uh, rain us on dress. I am not making friends, and I really just want to find Randall and go home. <laughs> Andrew McClelland. Welcome to World Weavers, this enchanting world where magic meets melody. I am Altair, a celestial Asimar bard. Emily Folger. Father Nespin. Frolicking freely and making fungal friends. Ooh. <laughs> Aaron Fitzgerald. Who is muted. <gasps> Aren't there... Kaitha and Hanul, both very lost and very bad at computers. <laughs> <laughs> not a very good start to the episode, but... <laughs> You're great. Last but not least, Maggie Borden. Uh, Roxy Brassmantle here, not the one touching rocks this time. (laughs) (laughs) Previously on World Weavers, the players made a new little friend. A tiny little blue spotted poodle-sized mushroom fella, born straight from the head of Rob. The little guy seemed to be very much interested in Fava. Uh, Fava and Roxy shared a brief vision of some sort of lightning strike, and Fava remembered she had indeed seen a tree before. Katha, inspecting the strange hand in the desert, accidentally struck a giant rockadillo, enraging and terrifying the beast, and Altair revealed just a little bit of darkness from within him, frightening the creature away. Uh, Rain urged the group to press onward, but as night fell... They ultimately decided to stop and set up camp. And that is where we are. Uh, Camp, the morning of day two of our adventure. All right. Um, As far as I know, um, which one of you has the map again? Because I assume we're still very lost. Um, Well, I had had grabbed that stack of of menus and... um, I, throughout the evening, was trying to figure out if there's some sort of map somewhere. Um, would she have been successful? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's possible to find a map of Scorter. I think that the issue is with the lack of, let's call it navigable, like, landmarks. Um, gotcha. We're talking more, you know, perhaps being able to tell what direction you're headed using like stars and things like that. So more than happy to take a survival check from Can you. I make a check with my navigator's tools that I am proficient in? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love to Rain's had them this whole time and it's just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> <not> run. Yes. <laughs> Though I don't have a high intelligence, so it doesn't really matter that much. DM. I'm trying to remember. I feel like I rolled a survival or uh-huh. check from last session. I feel like I was, if I'm remembering correctly, I was guiding during the latter portion of last session. Yeah. Uh, to our current camping spot. 
Yeah, Correct. And we got lost. And then we got <laughs> lost, yeah. I think you got <laughs> lost. Altier kind of helped you get a little bit more on track. Now it's morning. You know, the hot blazing sun has started to, you know, just wash over the land very quickly. It's very, it's very dry heat. Hard to really look too far in any one direction just because of how bright it is. And I rolled a 19. Uh, excellent. I really think you're able to, again, it's not going to be a precise art just because of the the terrain. But I do think you get a really solid beat on where you are, Rain. And the direction you're trying to head, I think you should be um, able to course correct from here. We just got to go that way. I don't need a map. I don't. Maps are not helpful unless there's a big rock formation on your map. I mean, we were just in a big rock formation. Yeah, that's that's why I. Yes, decidedly not on the map. (laughs) Oh, that's exciting. Although, give me like a. Actually, I'll just um, I will take your navigation tool check that you just did and I'll kind of also let you draw a bead back to where you would have found that hand just in case you ever were to hypothetically want to find it again something you could mark on the map do you want to add the the mark on your map menu why are there words of food written all over this listen I, I just took it off the guy who had it for the last three weeks I can't be held responsible for what he was doing to it I I just got a backpack. All right, here you you can do whatever you want with it, though. If it, you clearly know better than I do. All right, we're gonna put the rock formation on the map because I have a feeling we're going to get lost again. Uh, so she'll it's she'll it's mark it up. Um, and roughly, how far are we from the rock? Like, can we like see it on the horizon still, or are we like sufficiently far away from enough? from it now that we're like in the middle of the desert we traveled like half a day i think yeah i think let me take a quick look here and i carried fava so no small legs let me check the curve (laughs) of the bean (laughs) you're right in the cleft of the bean so there's going to be some extra curvature (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) on the earth right now so while the horizon is pretty clean um, Are we going on the downward of the curve or the upward of the curve? So you would be heading north, northwest. So you're kind of going, uh, yeah, you're 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 going towards a curve down. Anyways, I I, <laughs> I do think that at a normal pace, um, about four hours, you're about twelve to 15 miles away from it um can you see 12 miles on the horizon yeah he googled live depending on how tall it is you can see up to three miles due to the curvature of the earth on a clear day so 12 miles so no you cannot see it bean shape yeah i don't think you can see see it right now okay so we are officially if we lose track of navigation we're completely lost I mean, the nice part about Scorpio, though, is that it's it's an island. So if we just keep walking, we'll find an edge eventually. Exactly. I, I like your mind. Yeah, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And straight I'm, off I'm the so rocky sorry. cliffs into the ocean. 
I'm so sorry, Father. I'll be fine. You, you mentioned you mentioned that you would find the edge eventually, but yes. you've never been to that edge, correct? No. no. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just clarifying. You say edge? Do you mean like edge, like a cliff, or like edge, like you know, like a beach, like I don't between know. the land and She's the never sea. Been there. land? Where I've water meets there. land, I am assuming. Yeah. I mean, you you three would probably know better because you had to get here somehow. This true. I, I, you I, land I, on the edge. I I will describe to you the coast of Scorter is for the most part cliffs, very treacherous, not something where one lands boats. The Scorter research base, which was in the northeastern mm-hmm. side of the map. Um, I can go ahead and pull that up for you here. Hello, my Ooh. wonderful players. So the Scorter research base is one of the only places where there would be landable beach. A landable beach is now a <laughs> geographical term. Beach where one could land. Um, the rest of the coast of Scorter is is very cliff, um, cliffs rocky if there's not rocks you know right up into the water then there are hidden rocks in the waves and very hard to see because it's very mm. foamy this interrupts a lot of currents uh you knew of a very special like smuggling area right around here where you were able to land your boat and take steps up that is how that you got onto Scorter was a kind of like a smuggler's cove kind of situation, like a secret place where one could land a boat, whereas most of the coastline is not landable. Cool. Hmm. Okay. All right. So are we just trekking to Bansol then? Are we trying no. to head? We're going to find Randall. You're still going to find Randall, because Ben stops yes. in the opposite direction that we've been walking. Right. We came from Benstool so that we could find Randall. So we're going to find Randall. May I ask, what? why did Randall leave Benstool to begin with? What happened there? He was kidnapped. Oh. I don't know, actually. That's, that's what I assume. Oh, okay. I don't know why gotcha. he would leave gotcha. otherwise. You, I mean, oh. last we saw him, he was on the back of a giant bug. So I assume oh, that he was, in fact, kidnapped. That's what we assumed, was that he was taken by the bugs. So it tracks. All right. Um, so judging by where the hand was and then the direction the bug headed off, can we, like, track the bug in a sense that, like, are there any hot spots, any, like, Ideal areas like oases for like a hive or a spawning point that these bugs will go to. to um, I, Father, you probably wouldn't know. Um, but they, in your time have... here, like with your navigator tools and such, would there be any oases of sorts? I, I literally got dropped in the middle and spent all my time at Ben's Stool. I didn't just walk around this horrible place. Right. I have studied Scorter a bit in my books and my rock walks. I don't know what those bugs were. I know what the Ankeg was. I've heard of that before. But I don't know what was riding it. All right. So, um, 
Where do Ankegs usually like to nest? Where are their, like, general nesting spots? Because if we have any hope of finding Randall before he's eaten or turned into a soldier, I think was what the bug said, um, if we have any hope of finding him, it'll be finding the nearest nest. Give me an insight check and a nature check. You say eaten, and Fava's eyes get even bigger. (laughs) You didn't think it was possible, but it is. And Range just looks super bad. (laughs) Fava, we're going to get to him before he gets eaten. We're going to stop the bugs from eating. Stop saying eaten. Maybe, yeah, maybe he just doesn't get eaten at all. Eaten is not on the table. He's, He's fine. Yeah. Insight and nature? Yeah. Um, insight eight, nature okay. fifteen. So, um, with a fifteen nature check, I think that you would be able to draw enough conclusions about the creature from like similar creatures. Uh, you would guess they probably live in like caverns, tunnels, burrows, like under. You, you're, you're guessing other than like the the rockadillos you saw that had this like thick scaly canopy over them most things probably do not live on the surface of squirter um All right. as far as uh insight i would just call back your memory i'm not going to give you any additional information um due to the way that your dice rolled but i would just call your memory back to that very brief telepathic link you had with it uh it did not say I don't want to give away too much. Uh, I just, I just would. Uh, you're kind of like, like a, a lot has happened in a very short period of time, and you're trying yeah. to remember exactly, you know, what was conveyed to you from it that. It was uh, soldier was the one word, like a very heavy emphasis on the one word soldier, which carry like, like you said, some sort of like primal meaning. And I'm trying to. Def- mm-hmm. Were they being fed to a soldier? Were they being turned into a soldier? Like. Illithid style. Those are all the right questions. I'd, I'd share this with the group. And I'd um, exclude Fava. I'd show Fava a nice rock and then talk to the rest of the group. And I was like, so when I talked to the bugs via, you know, you know the telepathy, um, they said that they just said soldier. I don't know what they meant by that, but either they're getting fed to a soldier or... They're getting turned into a soldier, like transmogrification style. Um, so we either need to get there before it happens, or intercept them. Second one's off the table. So do we just wander wander around before we find one, or like how do we go about looking for a nest? Well, I mean, well, we've I been say- going in the direction that they went. And we're going to continue going in the direction that they went, looking for tracks. It's a windy desert after a storm. I highly doubt there's tracks. Um, I mean, that's how me and Fava got to it in the first place. Can Fava see tracks? We don't. Fava? What? Um, Can you see tracks that we don't? Um... I don't know what that means. 
Um, I can see very far in the dark. I can look. I look for tracks. I'm gonna start looking for any <laughs> semblance of anything. Sure. Um, you're still a little bit off track. The direction that it was heading, Andy or not Andy, Rain <laughs> has gotten you the you know correct bearing to get back on track for the way it was going it, but currently you're off right there's going to be some travel involved <laughs> mm-hmm. before you're where tracks might be she i will just point to the way rain was telling us to go i think that way good job father you found the, the tracks can we go you could talk along the way i just don't want randall to be not eaten yeah. Or whatever. We, yeah. We should probably get on get on if we're going to, yeah. Well, I, uh um, before before we decide to progress any further along this particular uh thing, uh <laughs> Altier is going to take uh just gently just take Roxy aside for a second. Um I'm sorry, Roxy, I Am I to understand we're no longer heading to Banstool? Well, I. Here's the because thing. I, 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 if we aren't, I, I, that's totally fine. I understand. Uh, but I thought that your. The inquiries that you were making at Banstool were of great importance. And. They especially are. trying to find that one person who had perhaps some information regarding yeah. the. Uh, celestial. Uh, Potentially the celestial collision uh, that might uh, come about shortly. No, and I, I think I think they they still are. I, if I'm being honest, I was a little taken aback when I you know met somebody or two people who had been to Banstool, but they said they'd never even heard of this person. I mean, all of my research seemed to indicate it's it's not a particularly big place, so it it seems like they should have heard of this guy before. I mean, he was pretty well known before he kind of fell off of the map, so to speak. Um, I don't know. I guess I just figure it might be better to stick with people who have been where we're trying to get, even if we have to go off track a little bit. You know? Okay. I I am 100% going to stick with you throughout this, uh, given the fact that I consider myself very much a tourist uh, in this <laughs> neck of the woods. Uh, Altier oh, looks me. around. There are no woods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't just want you to know, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really care about this uh, dwarf. Uh, I don't know who this Randall is. I don't oh, I, personally. Uh, I, got, I got nothing. I, I don't know who this guy is either. I just, you know, so, they, so, so nice. I to understand that we're we're here for uh, to hopefully uh, gain some favor with the people that we're traveling with. Yeah, perhaps I feel strength like, in numbers. Yeah, I feel like if they they need help and we were the last people that saw their friend, maybe they'd be inclined once we find their friend to help us get to where we're going. That you know, it just seems sort of like a like a pay it forward sort of thing. All right. I, I can get behind that. All right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Uh, what about this dwarven fellow? He says to the rest of the group. Um, shall we, uh, shall Randall? we get cracking? Yes. Yeah. We're kind of just waiting on you. So, yes. Well, we, had, we had to regroup for a second. Yeah. Sorry about that. 
Yes, sidebar, sidebar. Com- yes, mm-hmm. um, uh, Rain. I saw you had uh, those that uh, those navigator tools. Um, very, very interesting. Very complex uh, mechanism there. I was wondering, would you mind if I if I took a look at them very briefly? Why? Oh, uh, because I'm something of a stellar cartographer of sorts, and I saw that you use you use the stars. I, I'm assuming to to navigate and find your waypoints, etc. I mean, it's morning. I just use the sun and the wind and. Oh, so how does your how does your mechanism work then? I don't have time. We have to go find Randall. Here, take the stupid tools. Look at them. You figure it out and tell me, because I don't have time. But maybe I'll teach you later. Probably not. Can we go find Randall? Uh, Altier takes the the uh, navigator tools. <laughs> just oh, oh okay yeah yeah um. Uh, it's just like six just, things, and she just piles them all. It's just uh, Altier just starts to go over them and just look Don't at break all them. the different kinds of yes, uh, with extreme care. <laughs> so, You'll feel yeah. the just tiniest pat pat on your leg. Of Don't mind rain; it's <laughs> wonderful. Oh, uh, I I get the sense that she is a very complicated individual, and. I mean, you seem to be very pleasant, and if she's a traveling companion of yours, then I'm sure that she has a very warm, soft interior somewhere that we just haven't got to yet. Um! (laughs) (laughs) She's she's wonderful! Perhaps not. (laughs) She's my my best friend, but she doesn't like many people, so don't be offended. Well, she's... She's something of uh, a protector for you, is that correct? Uh, yes. I I protect her at Banstow, though, I think. I'm pretty sure. R- right. I know. Yeah, she, she probably does a, a, the lion's share of the protecting, though, you know, on your many little rock walks and your yes. your studies at a, a Banstool is a, is a fortress prison, I'm assuming? It's a hospital. So... Not many people yes. come there or want to come there, but they heal there, and it's, it's also a good place. Were you doing much healing there, Father? Um, I didn't have much to heal. I've been helping heal. Um. But you couldn't but... leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is okay. Uh, <clears throat> This is a story that I'm getting the sense has has many layers to it, and rain is well, is a part of it. And uh, I'm very much understand. looking forward to hearing. Oh, oh, please! I I appeared at the door when I was very little, and you can't really leave Scotor, so I wasn't supposed to leave the hospital. But then after a while, the cart stopped coming, and so you can't really leave Scotor without a cart. And so I've just been there. But uh, I'm, I must have misunderstood earlier. This, you're not, you were not held as like a prisoner, per se. No, no, okay. no not a prisoner. No, it's a hospital. 
Altier doesn't believe any 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 (laughs) any of this Uh, just from from certain things that he's uh been led to believe about like score tour and the stuff that goes on or the rumors surrounding bandstool it doesn't sound anything like a place where you know people are just benevolently healed uh it sounds very much like uh a Something, something a little bit nefarious is is happening. I think the rumors that you have heard and Altier's struggle to uh, reconcile that with Fava's take is absolutely uh, confusing. As Altier is picking up, <laughs> you're not missing. You, the player, is not miss any, missing anything, and out here, the character is not missing anything. Uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of rumors about Bandstool, but this is your first. To be fair, this is your first first person, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, report of Bandstool. So, as we're walking and talking, could I have Hanul go ahead of us quite a ways? Uh, let me. Ch- Heck. What's is there a range on that ability? Um, I don't believe that there's a range. I think there's a range for summoning it, but you manifest it within 15 feet of you. Oh, so max is 30 feet. So it's just going to be like 30, uh, 30, 20 to 30 feet ahead of us, mm-hmm. just walking along. Um, mostly for scouting purposes, as I am now paranoidly avoiding avoiding every single rock we come across by like a 15 foot margin. Um, so Hano will just go up and I can swap between places with them at will. So if we ever need to get anywhere, I can do that, but they're just going to be walking like 30 feet ahead of us. Got it. So and if, yeah, and every time combat. you like look away from a rock, like out of the corner of your eyes, like you swear you see it move a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they're gonna just in case combat ever happens, they are thirty feet ahead of us. Um, okay, so as you continue on uh, about, so you're going north northwest. You head that direction for about we'll give it four hours, getting near midday here. A nice long march. Um, you do see Hanul would. You know, kind of call back to you, Katha, as 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 they would be the first person to see it, and mm-hmm. just be like, "Ah, uh, there's a a break in the horizon, Katha." Oh, um, and and point ahead. Oh, all right, and she will swap places up to where Hanul is, and then look, take a look. Um. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're looking again. It's a very very much a wasteland. Like there's shrubs, there's rocks. But it's mostly just cracked flat, uh, you know, clay and sand. Um, and you do see in the distance, um, it looks like there's a crack in the ground or something. There's just, there's this break in the horizon. It looks like it would go down. Like, how, of some are sort. we talking like Grand Canyon big or like cavern big? Like, how big are we talking? Um, like, not Grand Cavern big whatsoever. Okay. Um, we're okay. talking like... Uh, big sinkhole in the middle of the city. You're probably about three... 
two and a half I, two miles yeah, away I from it breaking a horizon and i thought by breaking the horizon you literally meant the horizon itself dipped no like the oh. like the what you're seeing in the distance has changed gotcha. a little bit gotcha um right. i would say it's probably about uh, you, you'd estimate like 20 30 meters long okay um i'll swap back and let and um all right um there appears to be some sort of like cavern or canyon up ahead um, everyone on your guard would probably approaching the nest, as far as I know. Um, Do I know when sh- when Katha says cavern or whatever break in the horizon, would I clue into what we are reaching? <sighs> How... Namely, I know about the scar. Does Fava... Is that what we're coming on? Absolutely not the scar. The oh, scar okay. Okay. is Grand Canyon size. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, th- more than that, even. The scar is a massive, and you would know as I think you would be able to see the scar. If you were to okay. turn uh, and look west, you would see what looks like a cut mountain range with the top lopped off. In the west. Gotcha. Pretty much okay. the entire horizon to your west would be where the scar would be. So you gotta, if you imagine, if you picture a crater, it goes up on the end and then deep drop gotcha. off cool. from all of the displacement there. Thank you. Right. Um, uh, Fava, we'll <clears throat> be getting to Randall soon, I hope. Um, Altir, can you, that fear thing, can you still do that? Uh, yes, yes, I can. We might be needing of that service if there's more of those bugs. I, I uh, listen. And you see, well, I, well, I might entire... be able to use it. Uh, it's not something I necessarily like to do uh, that often. It's um, it's me at my worst self, if I'm being honest. Oh, all right. I did not mean any offense. Um, and you see, Katha is entirely on edge probably a bit more strung up than they should be you see they're sweating slightly and like their hands are shaking a little bit as they're looking around um and they keep instead of walking places themselves they keep swapping between Katha and Hanwell rather than just walking places so they're insanely on edge right now all right um it's it's a hole in the ground. Yes, who's going first? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. It's a hole in the ground. <laughs> I'm just gonna march towards it. She is so cool. She's just so cool, guys. So, so wonderful. Rain yeah. clocks what you have uh, pointed out in the horizon, and uh, kind of breaks from the group, adjusts, and realizes, "Man, I was really on course. Hell yeah." And heads towards <laughs> the right. <laughs> and heads towards <laughs> this break in the ground. Uh, everyone is following. If you are to follow um, alongside Rain, um, <laughs> they just leave me behind. Um, I will say around right now, Fava, you'd be <laughs> like, <laughs> you'd be hearing in your pack. You'd be like, hello, <laughs> hello. I'll open the little pouch that. I put him in. Hello. He's like ah, and he kind of like looks around and you know is like looking all over your person, and he's like, 
looks at you and looks a little bit like distraught. You can roll like insight. And he's just like looking all over you, looking around. Eleven. I have no idea. You have no What's idea. What's wrong, what little friend? Hello. What hello? Hello. What? Hello. I'm Father. Hi. What's your name? Father. Oh, we share a name. Oh, this is so exciting. Yeah. Do you do you need something? Are you looking? I'm gonna start like looking as well on my person. Oh, and that that like. Uh, this this little guy, like when you start looking, he like really starts like you know <laughs> trying to lift up your arm and trying to like look, he's just like trying to help you look. What what are we looking for, Father? Yeah. Okay. Are you looking for rocks? No, like hold him awkwardly with one tiny hand and like start offering rocks. Like I oh, he picks up one, one of the rocks and he's like. And like takes a big old bite of one, and he spits it out, and he's like, "Ah!" Fava, Fava has a Pikachu right now, (laughs) or a Pokemon rather. Did you say Rob took a bite of a rock? It tries. It's like okay, okay. I thought you meant like they actually took a bite out of the rock. That'd be terrifying. (laughs) We don't eat rocks. Are you hungry? She'll like dig through yeah. and pull out a, a bit of rations. Like, oh, it to and him. that is precisely what the little ah. guy wanted. And it grabs a little bit and then just kind of like rolls on its back in your hand and starts eating. Ah. As you all approach, um, you see that indeed there is a crevice, a crack in this ground ahead of you. Um, looking, as I understand the way you're approaching rain, not exactly, uh, just, just approaching, correct? Nothing yeah. special. Um, as you look over this area, you see that it is, uh, deep, probably talking about 50 meters deep. There is some type of fresh, well, you don't, you don't know it's fresh. There's some type of water down at the bottom of this little crevice that seems to flow, uh, through a crack in the rock and then down into the ground. Um, if you were to do a couple, what are they called? Like there and backs. I'm not a mountain climber. The switchbacks? Switchbacks. Yeah. If you were to do a couple switchbacks, you would see that there is a large shadowy hole in the side of the cave here. And then there is a very distressed kind of warned statue of a um, humanoid figure. Hard to make out specific details, but it seems to be kind of like standing sentry at the door. Fava and Rain, this looks very familiar as um, perhaps even the same sculptor as a statue that is in Bandstool, about the same size of a a humanoid figure. Um, Kind of the same proportions. This one looks much more weathered, much more worn. Rain, it looks like the one at Panstool. <gasps> what a coincidence. I'm guessing that's where Randall is. Oh. Also, well, Baba, we have to go rescue d- Randall. Be safe. And I'll, like, Why are put- you talking to yourself? I'm not. I'm t- 
Father. His name is Father. They're, they're little mushrooms. Name is Father. Did you name him Father? Did he? No, I asked him yeah. his name. And his the mushroom. Name his name is, is Rob. Oh, is yeah. your name Rob? Rob. Maybe oh. it's a nickname. Rob. Rob. Oh. Rob. Rob. Never mind. His name is Rob. Rob. Father, is it possible that you could ask Rob to kind of quiet down a little bit? I don't want like the reverberations. Rob. 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 I'll pull off another piece of rations. Be like, okay, Rob. He rolls right back on his back and starts munching. I'll like put him back in a little patch. My baby move over. Got to Rob there. Okay. Oh, I forgot his little friend in there. <laughs> what little friend could you be referring to? Oh, huh? nothing. <laughs> Beep. The rocks. <laughs> um, oh, right. yeah. oh, um, is somebody more stealthy than me? Because I'm just going to walk in the cave. Um, but we probably shouldn't. Also, that's the first body of water I've seen in two years. So I would really like to take a swim, but now's not the time. Um, is that what water looks like? Oh. Like DM water. <laughs> but like, would uh, would I be able to fly right. above the above this space just to sort of scout Ooh. out? Can you fly? You tell um, me. Yeah, can you? Fly? I, can you? <laughs> but I'm wondering, is it possible for me to just get high? Just not even terribly high. Just seeing it from like a different perspective. Just, just a couple, just a couple puffs. Um, yeah. Just a teeny bit. Okay. I mean, assuming your character can fly. That's the... Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't All know right. if that's like a daily use thing or if that's just... I don't actually know much about... Aces. So, yeah. It's like once per day. Okay. Once per... Lo- or once per long rest, rather. Yeah. Then absolutely, if that's the way that you would like to use that resource, then by all means. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying. That, to, that sounds if we're like a be, GM warning. I'm not trying to dissuade <laughs> if that's, you. If, no, but if, but if we're going to be going into a cave, I don't sure. think I'll be able to. Mm. I forgot uh, to tell you about the flying caves of Scorter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Darn it. Dun, um, dun. No, never mind. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold okay. off. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to when I... Uh... Altier spreads his wings and then just puts them back down. It's like never mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) All right. uh, I mean, I'd be willing. I'm I'm small. I could sneak over there. All right, uh, Roxy. If you want to do that, that'd be great. Sure. Uh, Please be, please be careful. I'm gonna. uh, Altier is going to give uh, Roxy a bardic inspiration. Beautiful. Wow. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. You need to rhyme, please be careful then. Uh, uh, (laughs) Performance anxiety, damn it. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, give me, give me uh, a few minutes, uh, and then I will (laughs) rhyme, I will rhyme, be careful. Uh, You can't just give someone bardic inspiration. You have to be inspiring. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Roxy. <laughs> yes. You have a, uh, I believe it's a 1d6. Do, does everyone know how bardic inspiration works? 
So uh, yeah, you can choose to add it after you roll. Yeah, so if you after you roll a ability check, I believe, or a saving throw, okay. you can choose to add this resource from out here. You can roll a 1d6 and add that number to your total. Cool. Yeah. Very powerful. Very fun. Yeah. So for right now, would that be a stealth if I'm sneaky sneaky? So you can roll and you can decide after you see the roll whether or not you'd like to add anything to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. I just mean, what Sorry. should I be rolling? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you were trying to sneak up, then roll stealth. Okay. I'm going to say disadvantage because there aren't really any hiding places and the sun is, Heard. I mean, literally right above you right now. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. With disadvantage. So, did it go? Oof. A seven. seven. It was a seven. Yeah. Um, I mean, Not for any lack of trying. Just a simple matter of there's just you're not really able to find anywhere to you're not dressed appropriately to camouflage yourself. The sun is very high right now, and there's really nowhere to step without just the crunch of the rocks against like this clay here. So you don't feel like you're really making a quiet approach, but cool. It's like John Belushi in Animal House trying to sneak in, just <laughs> bouncing around in front of an area <laughs> in full view uh, of everyone. <laughs> Before before you go, we're gonna retcon this. Uh, before you leave uh, with the bardic inspiration, uh, this is. I'm sorry, this is really rough. But uh, Altier says, "In life's intricate dance, take heed, my friend, to each step you take, with care attend." And then, yeah, you do. Green's gonna roll her eyes. <laughs> I grant you bardic inspiration. No. <laughs> Did you do this every time? I don't yes! think the bardic would do much. Um, now give me a survival check, Roxy, and kind of give me... Go ahead and move your token to where you would be. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think... Probably... Hmm. Maybe like... T- I would. I think she'd try to stay kind of like to this side wall area. Hold on, I'll ping it. Okay. Like that kind of general wall. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Just to sort of make her way up to it in the event that, you know, something looks suspicious by the time she gets to here, she can, she sort of has taken the farther route so she can sneak out if need be. And you said you needed a survival check? Yeah, give me a survival check. Okay. Just a normal one. You can give me a dramatic one. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a 10 survival check. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) That's all. Go ahead. Dooba, dooba, dooba. Um, Okay. (laughs) Reload quick save. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep sneaking. The game just auto-saved for me. Something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, Why Lord. is there a random health pool here? What? <laughs> Keep sneaking. Do you guys hear that? Sneaking. Is that boss music? Sneaking. What? <laughs> yeah. And Roxy, you'd hear in your head, is, every, is everything clear? Oh, God. Um, yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. Are you right behind me? Oh, 
No, I should ask okay. first. Uh, Mindling. Okay, this just, is telepathy. Sorry. Just checking. Just checking. Okay. No warning. No heads up. <laughs> you just hear a voice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Jumps, falls off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, do you see maybe that's the reason they failed the check? <laughs> words etched in the stone by this entrance. Oh. Do you speak celestial, Roxy? Do I speak celestial? No. I speak gnomish. I say, how about that? Um, you're not, you, you can see the script and you can see that it has kind of like a little glow to it. Almost oh. like a, um, just like some light pulsing, like it was etched here with magic. Nothing dangerous or anything like that. But uh, you're not able to read what the words are. Okay. Looking into this cave, you see that it is. It, it, this is a big cave entrance. We're talking like 20 feet wide, maybe like 30 feet high, like large cave entrance. Um, it is very dark. Do you have dark vision? I do. Um, looking into it, you immediately are, are seeing everything in kind of a shades of gray that you are able to see, you know, in mm-hmm. the dark. It looks like it has a sharp curve to the right about okay. 50 or 60 feet in the cave. Other than okay. that, it just looks to be uh, kind of the same stone material as out here. And does the immediate entrance of the cave look like well-worn or like recent footsteps or kind of like nobody's been here in a long time? Yeah, so you kind of look below you and look and definitely movement, definitely disturbance. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me another survival check. Okay. Can I share that information with Katha first through our mind link? I would let her know. Hey, got some glowy yeah. writing and uh, looks like maybe some friends up ahead. Just just FYI. Uh, as oh, I, uh, what kind of writing? Like, do you, um, the glyphs, do you recognize fancy? what language it is? It looks really <laughs> fancy and sparkly. Mm-hmm. And fancy, that's um, another 10 survival just for reference. Definite movement, yeah. not really okay. able to make much else out than that. But there's yeah, definitely fancy and sparkly. Yeah. Uh, Altair, this might be your area of expertise. There's fancy writing. Ah, oh, fancy writing. Can you can well, you ask her if we can go down? I mean, oh. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, Altier, really Altier follows the <laughs> the trajectory and path that uh, that Roxy took oh, to Alt- get Alt- down. Altier's just gonna go before we get to go. Okay. Um, I don't want to be loud, just in case. But yeah, come on, come on will, over. You will notice, Roxy, as you're near the entrance of this little cavern here, that mm-hmm. you can hear very well what's going on up above. Like it's almost like a perfect echo chamber like acoustics like it's like you're like standing right next to them altier is going to go as quietly as he can so i'm gonna use i'm just gonna stealth oh you scare the shit out of roxy when you get down there (laughs) stop everybody stop doing that they'll (laughs) never see me coming Yeah, you're you're very um, you're very light on your feet. Again, it's not like visual stealth, but you're able to kind of avoid making noise as you. We should have sent Altier the first time. Uh, Altier, when he gets down there, he's going to like pull out his um, one of his uh, little uh, 
travel notebooks, and he is going to just start uh, looking at the and studying the the statue that he sees in front of him. Uh, and he is just going to start taking notes. Um, I do speak celestial. What does the script say? The script on the kind of cave entrance, it looks like it's been etched magically in some way. Uh, And it has kind of like a gold glow to it. And it says, born of remnant, keep away. Introducing our next Kickstarter, Veil of the Eternal Night. Veil of the Eternal Night is the ultimate gothic, horror, grimdark TTRPG supplement. Face Dracula and his night creatures in the hinterlands of Norspina, where large gothic cityscapes are contrasted with vast, untamed wilderness in this massive three-book series. This expansion contains 13 new class tracks, over 200 player options, tons of terrifying new monsters, powerful artifact items that level up with you, mythic boss fight creatures with specialized mechanics, and a max level campaign. Far beyond just 5th edition and Mythcraft books, there are legions of immersive extras like dice, a fully illustrated tarot deck complete with in-game mechanics, miniatures, and more. There's even an original soundtrack that you're listening to right now. Examine the link in the episode description to sign up for our pre-launch where VIPs get exclusive content, special access, and even a free collectible pin. Born of Remnant. Uh, very reminiscent of, like, Indiana Jones, uh, Altier is going to, like, pass his hand just very gently over the script, the glowing script. And he says uh, to Roxy, um, listen, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to speak rudely here, but you lot might want to be careful. Uh, it says, born of remnant, it's like keep out or or keep away. It's a rough, rough translation. I apologize, but no. uh, you were explaining to me how some of you possess certain magical abilities, and it seems that those are, who are born of remnant. Mm. I don't know. It it seems like this might be dangerous ground yeah. that you might be treading. Okay, um, that's good to know because, yeah, strange. Share that with the crew that are still hanging out up at the top. Be like, if y'all want to, y'all want to come on down. I just be really careful and quiet, and um, maybe keep an eye on Father. All right. Don't, um, maybe keep her. Then... Yeah, toward the back. Or... Uh, father, Father, wake up, uh. Father. <laughs> She's doing the like little kid pee dance. They're like, I'm, I'm, I'm Randall's in now. I need to go get Randall. We don't, we yes. don't know that for sure. Um, we're, we're just, it's our best guess right now, but we have to make sure that we all are alive to save Randall 
should he need saving? So we, we just need to be a little cautious because it sounds like this fancy writing is um, maybe a death sentence for some. So, yeah. Well, the, the the statue looks like the one at Banstool, so I don't know why it would be um dangerous. Oh. Um those born of remnant, um Hanul, I think you may want to sit this one out. I don't think that this would necessarily be a great idea for you, considering the writing. Um, and I'm speaking directly to Hanul. Rain's gonna cast Detect Magic. Oh. <laughs> Not gonna tell anybody. <laughs> She's gonna cast Detect Magic <laughs> oh. from the back. So cool. <laughs> um, and just see if where magic is emanating from to make sure there's not kind of some kind of magical trap for as soon as you enter that door. <laughs> um, so you see that there is some transmutation magic on the script itself um, that is glowing. Uh, and the entryway of the door itself, uh, you start to see a, a glow of what appears to be abjuration magic. The door is magical. Be careful. Um. Okay. Um. Just, just that. Just be careful. Nothing, nothing else we need to be aware of or concerned about. I. That's the most she's ever helped. <laughs> You're already. <laughs> just, I'm just kind of stunned. I just, I need. To, I'm, I'm a. Oh. I'm a question kind of person. I apologize. Um, <laughs> just goes will. back to staring at the stone. <laughs> it's it's ab- abjuration magic. Katha will like. You know what? Just go ahead. Find out yourself. Or... I'm do- I won't say anything. I I recognize. I it's either this or I send Hanul through, and I don't want to kill Hanul, so I'd rather do it myself because I'm not purely magical. Um, and she's just gonna reach her hand out very, very slowly, and the instant she, like, feels anything, she'll pull back. Um, Like, towards where Rain saw the glowing runes, she's gonna kind of reach out. Okay. Um, You would need to move uh, five feet further to the west. And then I will ask... <laughs> no touching. <laughs> uh, and then I will have to ask for a dexterity saving throw, Katha. Okay. As part of this dexterity saving throw, could I swap places with Hanul, who's farther away? If that's a reaction, I believe it's a bonus action, though. Ah, that is true. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. Here we go. Dexterity saving throw. Just normal? Yeah, alert. Please be good. I can't see it yet. That's not good. That's a six. Uh, how much HP do you have, Keitha? I currently have 35 out of 35 hit points. Okay. You could very easily survive this. We'll see. Not too shabby. Uh, Keitha, you explode. The second that you... <laughs> The second that you feel something is too late, you are thrown 
backwards um, towards Roxy, <laughs> who I imagine is not going to be excellent as far as catching you goes. Um, <laughs> Self-preservation as, is not that one's strong suit. <laughs> as fire spits out of the entryway of this cave here. All right, and that was how much? 18? And you take 18 fire damage. All right. Um, <laughs> that would have killed okay, me. Um, <laughs> nobody down to you. <laughs> um, I'm trying to apply damage. All right. Um, and she will. She's currently blasted up against the rock and is kind of stunned, so they are not moving. Um. So, yeah, the rest of you, I think this would all be happening kind of quickly when you think about kind of the speed at which uh, Rain basically, you know, casts this little bit of magic, uh, gives the warning and Katha nods and then, right and then touches it and it explodes and sends her hurling backwards. Rain, the glow of abjuration magic is still present. Altier looks at Roxy and says, Roxy, I, I thought you just told the people, the others, that not to go, that we shouldn't be entering, because the the remnant magic, that born, people I, born of remnant I, keep away. I told Why? them as best I could what I knew. That's all I got. I the can't. Do- the door is still dangerous, by the way. Yeah. It, maybe, um, maybe if you touch it again, it will <laughs> go. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's nobody, nobody touched them. Not nobody, nobody do anything. I don't think anybody should I touch that door. that the door. Um, anyone who has, and I barely have a remnant. Most, most of my remnant is with Hanul, so I barely have any, and it did that to me. I don't want to know what it'd do to Fava or someone else. Everyone, stay away. I, I don't give know me a what moment. This, me, what, what you mean with me and remnant? But I, you're very hurt and. She will put out her hands, and little bits of the glittery light stuff happens. Oh. And you will heal. <laughs> Eight. She'll use two of her healing lights on you. Uh, eight and nine. That so will bring me back 17. to full. Oh, wait, no. Oh. It one under, so I'm one yeah. under. Okay. Ah, That's magic, really sweet of magic. you, Thank you kindly. Altier is going oh, to wait. approach the cave entrance. Okay. Altier, don't do it. Don't do it. Stay away. Go, go ahead. Listen, it surely I'm, won't I'm, happen I'm, a second time. Listen, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm fairly confident I am not born of remnant. So you have wings you can summon Everything will. in the world is remnant. You know what? Everything sure. in this world, everything in this world, world, as far as we know, I'm is sure remnant. The world is remnant. All but right, I'm not of this world. Just don't blame me when your feathers get blown off. I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Once uh, I Altier, agree with Kate, Altier is going to uh, he's going to approach uh, just to see what happens. Have um, for dinner, anyone? <laughs> Um, Altier, you feel the little bit of tingle as the magic kind of like inspects you? 
mm-hmm. um, and you do not explode. Or oh, that's just not fair. Oh, I feel like I've been lied to. No, it's it's like a it's like a cheat code. I like Whole it. Life. I like it. This is good. <laughs> it's like this is good. Okay. No, we, can, um, we can use this. We can use this. Shit out I'll, I'll be honest. That whole thing was an entirely a shot in the dark. And you see Altier just visibly <laughs> sweating right now. Um oh, Okay. I'm just very happy to be alive at this point. Uh listen. Um I and at this point, Altier is sort of frantically sort of looking around uh, the cave entrance to see if there's uh, perhaps a sort of an arcane switch, maybe that, you know, so that the uh, the the magics stop acting as a barrier. Um, on the other side, now that you are kind of passed through, you see written celestial on the other side. There's another little bit of uh, golden writing etched in. Um, and it says... Uh, with your blessing. Uh, with, with your blessing. Um, uh, uh, Roxy, uh, there's there's some more writing on the in the interior. Uh, let me just okay. study it uh, just for a second. I. Hmm. It's it, it is uh, same language as the the. Writing on this statue outside, uh, okay. it says, uh, "With your blessing." Um, with your yeah. blessing. No, that's that. That's it's that's complete it. Sentence. Oh, that's, that's it. it. With yes. your blessing. Okay. Do you have to like huh. invite us in like a vampire? Oh, like, do you have to like maybe? invite us across the threshold? Maybe. Um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what? What? What's a vampire? We'll get to that um, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. We we can we can go over vampires maybe later, but we, yeah, that's intriguing. Invite us into the to the thing. Say hey, come on into the cave and let's see what happens. Uh, um, um, maybe maybe we should try it with not a not a living thing. Maybe invite a rock? a rock or like yeah. or like a, a piece of a plant. Are those a remnant too, right? If everything is remnant except for Altier, a rock is remnant, right? How about how about Rob? No. I think Rob's got a lot of remnant, actually. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah! Well, I... Well, I yeah! Uh, Rob! No, Rob, that's about... Rob, 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 Rob. Rob would um, probably get turned into... Like some sort of roasted fungus, I'm a Why are we talking about eating all my friends? They're not, I'm what? saying we shouldn't do that because he will. What? We shouldn't. Not Roxy, give me an insight check. Give me an arcana check, actually. Give me an arcana check. Okay. Give me an arcana check. <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> that, yeah, if you invite him in, it'll probably work. <laughs> Feeling oh, so wait. confident on that too. Uh, Roxy, Rain's just gonna lay down to the water, the waiting for this all to go through. Roxy, do, do you? Do you <laughs> Roxy, do you trust me? I, I think I do. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to. It's sort of a fifty-fifty chance taking the text so literally, but um, I would like 
to welcome you into this cave. I give you my blessing. I promise that no harm shall come to you. Uh, just uh, follow the exact footsteps that I took upon entering uh, this this space. Okay. She's going to watch out for flying Roxies. I'm going to walk up toward it. I'm only going to get to like... I'm not going to get all the way in, but I'm going to just walk maybe a few feet forward. I'm going to look through my little bag of tricks and I'm going to pull out one of my little tinkering devices. Okay. I'm going to pull out a mini. Which which is the little. Which of my children. (laughs) I think I'm going to pull out mini this time, which is my little mimic that's kind of like on wheels. That okay. like chatters because she moves sort of slow. I feel like that's that's the move here. So I'm gonna. All right, you've been invited in. Do your best. So she's just gonna chatter toward the door, and I think she only has a distance of like five feet anyway. So I'd get right up to where she would basically just pass through. Should this work? Okay. I believe in you. You can do it. Time for more shrapnel. Is this a <laughs> magical tinkering or is this a gnome thing? This is... is it magical tinkering? From I believe artificer. it's the... Yeah, sorry. Like one of your artificer trinkets? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. might be the gnomes have little toys, I thought, too. This is one of the artificer tinkering. (laughs) Hold on. Let me see what it's called. It's a tinkering feat. You get three devices that you can make. Tinker? Yeah. It's gnomes. Rock gnomes. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought that was part of the artificer thing. Nifty. Well, rock gnomes and artificers are like peanut butter and peanut butter. Yes. <laughs> the device So this is purely mundane. Uh nothing happens. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna walk up then. <laughs> I'm standing just... directly behind her, ready to catch her. Like E. T. style. Just, yeah, just gonna touch what could be a veil. Oh, okay. All right, make a deck save. <laughs> okay. Blast. Um, uh, right. Blast is right. <laughs> oh, no. Save. Okay. That's a 19. Oh, I don't know why it rolled twice. It didn't. That was me. Oh, oh okay. You <laughs> only like... take half of this damage, though, luckily, because you saved, so you take 14 damage. Okay, can I... 13. I was going to potentially add my bardic inspiration, if that's possible? You already saved, so you don't that's need fair. to. That's fair, okay. That's the best. But I still take 14, you said. 13. 13, okay. Uh, okay. And you are thrown back to Katha, who is ready to catch you. Um, <gasps> okay. Uh, well, 
I mean, I just got shot backward, so... Your face has a bit more soot on it than normal yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not happy, but I'm Apologies, right, I apologies. I, I, with your, with your blessing, with your blessing. What Zooms. If, what if you held our hand as we walked through and, like, like brought us through yourself? What was that last thing you said? Did you say what zoom? if you... Zunes. Zunes. What what's that? It it's like I've no it's just a uh <laughs> it's an expression, an expression of surprise of... and alarm. Oh um, okay. it's Zunes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're dealing with very explosive runes. I can't miss anything. Um <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh Roxy uh seeing Roxy blasted in this way uh even though they only took half damage it is very distressing for altier um and he hears what fava says and oh if you are any friendly creatures you can um wait hold on i i think i might i think i might be able to help here if uh roxy and anyone who would like to join hands with Roxy, I will I will take your hand and perhaps uh, sing us a song. And if they'll allow me, I'll cast Song of Rest on everyone. Everyone regains huh? an extra D6 hit points. That's as a part That's of a short rest. rest, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, at the end of the short rest, I spent... Ah, uh, drat. Yeah, it makes oh. short rests a little bit better. It's a great ability. Could I? I can't cross the threshold. Can I summon Hanul on the other side? Because it's 15 feet. Can I, like, can Hanul pop up on the other side of the barrier? Yeah. I will swap places. Okay. You're All in. Alright, that's two of us. Um... Oh. Right. Um, while we're uh, sitting here debating, uh, Fava's going to come up and sprinkle some, give some more healing light to Roxy, because that looks oh. like it hurts. Ah. Yeah, here you go. Very distinctly Thank not, you. like, avoiding your uh, scarred arm. She's, like, staying on the other side, but still. So you get ten points of healing. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I like you. how rain is slowly floating down the river. Like a <laughs> it's just like come out. Bye, friends. I'm enjoying some water. Right, uh, <laughs> can I try to like take a take one of take uh, Hanul's spear and sort of like jam at the runes on the wall to see if I can chip them or break them, or is that not? Are they not like visible runes? Um. Yeah, I mean, you, you feel like you could deface the rock and erase them. Sure. Okay, I will definitely do that. I will ch I will just, like, slowly chip away, probably damaging my blade a little bit. At the um, at the written runes? At, at the runes that uh, Rain said were holding up this arcane. Oh, I didn't can't see, see runes. I just said it was a magic okay. door. Yeah, that's that's what I was clarifying. Sorry, okay. I misunderstood. I thought you were talking about where it said with your blessing. No. Okay. Um, 
Alright, uh... Does this statue have any removable parts? Roxy, since you're still out there. Can you, is there any, like, stones or gems or sword that you can take out of it? Like a blessing the statue gives to you? Hmm. I'm gonna go check it out and see. Maybe. Maybe. Give me a... If you're looking for, like, physical... Physically... Yeah. Interactable parts of the statue, then give me an investigation check. Okay. It'll be a seven. Oh. A seven. Yeah, I mean, it appears to be relatively um, weathered. It's a, okay. you know, it's it's a solid. It looks mm -hmm. like it's been carved out of the stone. It's not like that was already here. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look like right. someone moved the statue here. Um, you're not mm -hmm. finding anything that seems to be. There's nothing. Interactive. There's nothing here really that's. Looks connected. It just kind of looks like a decoration or something. I don't know. Uh, Roxy, maybe try. And he, uh, Altier, steps out, and then extends his hand. Um, I, if you'd be willing to try, uh, I, I'll be able to heal you if this doesn't work. But I, maybe perhaps taking my hand and allowing me to welcome you, in. To oh. this space physically. Okay, okay. Uh, should know. I do this as I'm a bit more um, physically hardy than our small ill friend here? Um, would you like me to do this in case I get blown up again? I'd rather you not get blown to bits and I have a bit more, um, not to medicine, but a bit more HP, about double the HP that you have right now. Kate, aren't you already inside? Yeah. She'll just bamf back out, switching places with Hanul. Oh, okay. Hannah waves. Um, how does um, how does that help like us get in though? I, I guess that's where I'm confused now because I thought I was gonna hold out Tears' hand and he was gonna try to walk me through, but if you're out here and he walks you through, then you're just you're in again. I'm just the, I'm the test dummy for this scenario. I'd rather oh. be the test dummy and take the damage than any of you all. Fair enough. Um, okay. I'm a bit more, you know, sturdy in a sense. Roxy will take um, another step back. <laughs> in preparation. Hold out her hand. Not touching the door before Altier grabs my hand. Uh, Altier extends his hand uh, to Katha. And right. as he is going to lead them through, uh, Altier says a very quiet like under their breath prayer to to them anything in, well give me a religion check oh boy <clears throat> okay that is a nat 20 wow oh. <laughs> Altier, you know, you've had a moment and you're just kind of like getting in tune with the space and the, the magical runes here. Um, and you look up at this statue and feel just a little bit of reverence, just the sun, the way it's starting to hit it, because you've been fiddling with this for a while. Um, and you acknowledge it. Um, you, you know, kind of just like 
thank it for allowing you through. You take Katha's hand and you start to mutter this prayer and then you find that you're giving the prayer in celestial. And as you say these words, the rune Rain would see from her floating, <laughs> from her uh, lazy room. Wait, we lost Rain. What happened? She has floated away. Welcome Ooh. back. <laughs> I've, I've been here. Um, <laughs> as, um, I floated away. <laughs> as you say this prayer aloud in celestial, Rain would see that the abjuration magic calms, goes dim. Katha is like physically tensed up like so bad and then just walks through. It's <laughs> not going to say anything. <laughs> All right. Then without knowing why, Katha, you do not explode. That did it. Altair is oh, a, a blessing giver. Now, okay. Um, so we, we all need to hold hands. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pick up Baba <laughs> and just walk through the door. No, no, no. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the fact that I'm the I'm the only one who doesn't have some sort of way to move a little quicker is starting to be noticed. <laughs> saying, do, do you, fine. Do you need a I'm, blessing to come in too? I can hold no, fine, hold your hand. It's fine. fine. Carry you in. Roxy, do you do you need a turn in? In in the backpack, you have no, to ask Rain's permission because it's I'm on her back. On something but... I don't want. She's too cool, Father. I'm afraid she won't. I don't think she'll go for if it. If you don't, if you don't come in with a friend, you'll probably blow up. So, okay. Um, <laughs> like Roxy, I, I don't mean to be presumptuous, but uh, do you do you require uppies? <laughs> it, are uppies an option? <laughs> well, I mean, I, there's there's my uh, knapsack on my on my back, uh, which you know I, I can move some paraphernalia around and uh, swap some stuff out, uh, and you might be able to. Uh, what, let me. I've got some thoughts, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. We can we can maybe work on this later. But I have an idea for. She's working on a, like a rigging for like a harness thing that she can stand <laughs> on potentially, so that it's less like sitting in a bag and more upright. But we can we can we like can circle blind? back. Sport yeah. mode. <laughs> we can circle back. We can circle back. But I'm I'm if you're game, I'm I'm game. There's yeah, the, <laughs> just the idea of of Roxy making a saddle. <laughs> So when when Altier does fly, they're flying yeah. together. <laughs> I would like you guys to remind me in one year. In one year, I want you to say, Grant, remember that thing you wanted to say on episode three and didn't? What was that? And I'm going to write it down right now. Oh, my God. And screenshot it. Because Boy, it's important um... for you to know that it was time sensitive. Oh Lord! <laughs> Bye, Randall. <laughs> yeah, I had a timer set, and he's dead. That was Wait, no, I'm not. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Um. So here's the cool part. Um. As you make this turn, this right turn into this cave, uh. 
where we are now does not resemble the surface of Scorcher whatsoever. Um, but I thought it would be fun if we kind of worked out what under Scorcher looked like together. The name of the show is, of course, World Weavers. So um, we haven't done any weaving in a while since since we've been back for break. Um, so that's what I want to do. I lost somebody. Who did I lose? Um, uh, Michael. Lost Michael. Okay. Um, so a couple little things I wanted to do as we start to head into... Um, I thought it'd be fun to do this live. Uh, maybe a little bit crunchier than your average actual play, but it's fun, right? It's all fun. That's the point of the show. So I came up with these different uh, pieces of the soul. I'm going to share a document with you all. If you could check that out while I kind of discuss this with the with uh, our viewers. Um, now, each of you, as in, you know, Maggie, Emily, Andy, Andy, Aaron, um, you can each be one of these. No two of you can be the same one. So these cannot be uh, shared. Um, and they are going to represent you as a player, as a creator of Kayamia, not as your character. This is not about Rain. This is not about Altir. This is not about Fafa, so to speak. So as we're weaving, I just wanted to sprinkle a little bit of uh, more fun in that and uh, discuss kind of the parts of the soul or the essence of the soul, which is going to be um, have some impact on how you're weaving everything. So the first option is Moxie. This is the force of characters, is the ter determination of the soul, the nerve. Um, this is going to be something where your character will gain influence. Anyone that you are piloting, whether that be your main character or if we're faction playing or whatever. But anytime you are playing, you will gain influence for being determined, for getting your way, for not backing down, for going against the flow. Um basically you know climbing the salmon ladder so to speak and you'll see you get some benefits uh to the actual weaving which i think would just be fun to bring up as we play as opposed to reading them right now second part of the soul is the mystique this is the complexity of the individual it's the part that finds and keeps secrets you gain influence for gaining information uncovering secrets or acting in secret yourself The third part of the soul is Muse. This is the character's or the soul's creativity, the source of artistic endeavors, dreams, innovation. You gain influence for creating and recreating in characters, telling tales, weaving stories, using tools in interesting ways. So when I say creating and recreating, I don't necessarily just mean like stuff, right? Like I don't mean just objects. Uh, it can be objects. It can be literally creating and recreating. But it could also be a convention or something as straightforward as a, a menu at a party or something to that effect. But someone that kind of thrives in creativity. Mirth is joy. So obviously Rain's going to pick that one. Um, always seeing <laughs> the lighter side going with the flow. 
and you gain influence for encouraging, for remaining positive, for being kind of like that light in the darkness. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say rain is magnetism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> memory is the other option. Um, learning from your past lives, what remains, gain influence for interactions with the undoing, the pale Kayamia's history. So basically, the undoing, as we know, is uh, the beginning of the recording of history as you know it, when uh, there are many you know, legends, many rumors um, as to what exactly happened there. But uh, this is going to be something where anything before that, uh, anything that's yet to be created, any, any deep historical secrets are going to um, give you more power. Then there's magnetism, attraction, romance, charisma, the soul's ability to bring people together. You gain influence by recruiting allies, swaying opinions, and making people like you. <laughs> Lastly, there's moderation, the balance of the soul, weighing of the scales. You gain influence for remaining pragmatic, for balance, for diplomacy, compromise, uh, con continuing the status quo. Now, um, I you each have to pick one, and none of you can be the same one, and there will be some that are left out. So, uh, back and it's seat that one forever, right? And it's that one for as long as we weave, unless okay, you know, just clarify, <laughs> right? Something were to occur to the counter, or there was like a major change or something to that effect, but um. Yeah. Okay, so do we want to go top down, Roxy, and then Fava, and then Altair, and then Rain, and then me? However, Maggie, you want to Emily, discuss. Dan. We could also roll for it, and whoever rolls yeah, highest, everyone roll, roll a it. d20. Whoever rolls highest gets to pick first, and then Reminisce. arguments ensue. Oh, oh! That's, what a moderation thing to say. Like, play. Yeah, how <laughs> moderate of you. Yeah, I think that <laughs> that's. that's what? Fava's already picked. How balanced. <laughs> well, let's see if there's any overlap before we start getting gamey about it. Okay. So what the, are you guys thinking? thinking I was going memory. to advocate for moderation for myself. I was going to advocate for Muse. Okay. I kind of liked Moxie. Moxie? Ro Moxie Roxy? Yep, that tracks. I kind of love that. What are you going for, Andy? What is a chaos roll? A chaos Ooh. roll is when we are weaving. We have not done this yet, but That's I have created a <laughs> chart of a D100. And when we're weaving something that is not the world map, so for example, what we're about to do, I roll a D100. And it's to inject chaos. That's what I, I'm the chaotic part of the soul. I don't have an M word. <laughs> madness but it could be there we go it, yep. it could for mayhem there you go mayhem. Hey. Hell yeah! whoever said that good pull um it could be uh for example i will whisper one of you and say you are everything that you weave without getting caught or called out needs to serve the interests of like the north or something to that effect or it could be like I'm going to monkey paw every fucking thing you guys say, which I do a lot anyways, yeah. but like really monkey paw <laughs> it. 
I don't or think that it, needs a table entry. I think that's just sort of a table rule. Or it could be um it could be something where I would whisper, you know, I'd roll it and it would be okay, player two, and then I'd whisper um uh say Emily and be like, Hey, be as difficult as fucking possible without getting called out, right? So the chaos roll is basically a way to fuck with weaving. <laughs> it's the simplest way to say it. So there are ways in this for you all to make me fuck with you less. Okay. Um, so we and... have memory, moderation, moxie, muse. So are you what wanting is... memory then? Yes, because okay. my whole thing is that Hanul is literally a collection of sentient memories. Hmm. One more question. Yeah, I, I'm fine with all these. Um, for magnetism, it just says you can spend all your influence. Is there supposed to be something after that? Yeah, <laughs> you can just spend all your influence. You can just spend it. Yeah, enjoy. You can spend all of it. Okay, it's my little present to you. Um, let me. I like how that insinuates that the rest of us can't. can't. Like we can only <laughs> no. well, I figured there's a continuation you, to the sentence that's just missing, and I was just like, "What is it?" Right now, all I know, all I know is that I already have one d six influence points. Correct. Is that from your your poem? Yes, I think yes. that's what we talked about last time. Because you guys don't do inspiration mm -hmm. of any kind, so it's no. or, uh, so you gotta roll a d six. Yeah, yeah. So I'll roll a d six when the time comes. So. I think I'm going to do Mystique anyways, just because I constantly want to know things and then lie to people. <laughs> <laughs> well, if no one's fucking with magnetism, I won't Well, I want to know what that is, because that might sway mm, it. Yeah. Sure. For you. Um, <laughs> oh, what is oh, it for you? Oh, oh, Grant, I was just thinking, as part of your, as part of your mayhem, as part of your chaos... Yeah. Um, if there is ever a moment where you feel like somebody does something that goes against, not against, but is like an extreme of something, uh -huh. you can roll on the chaos table and say, okay, next world weaving, you can't roll as, I'm using myself as an example, muse. You have to roll as memory. That's a, that's an excellent set of, yeah. Because it sort of injects chaos, but also it, it not forces, but it makes a person weave differently. Yeah. And suddenly we have something we didn't have before. And if somebody is already playing memory, then suddenly you get more memory. Yeah. I like that. You can spend all of your influence to change the opinion of a creature. Hey, don't read the effects. Yes. Okay. Those are secret. Those are special oh. surprises that'll be a lot of fun later. Or what? What's that quote? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what, the what Mickey it? Mouse one. The, it's a, oh, it's yeah. a special surprise. That's a special surprise that... for later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what else is a special surprise? Our 10% off code for <laughs> fanrolldice.com. <laughs> Use code homebrew. Go get yourself some lovely dice as we're typing things up, doing our weaving Love things. Love this. The go, subtlety. Go the artistry that. of it all. S tier <laughs> plug. And we don't, I may be moderation, but we don't believe in moderation in the quantity of dice you have. So go buy yourself <coughs> some dice. Code? Absolutely. 
We Zing. encourage the birth of dice goblins. Exactly. Let us be your muse for the purchasing of more dice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we support you. <laughs> we support your dice addiction. Yes. All right. Uh, hard one. I think I'm going to stick with Mystique just because I'm so bad with secrets. I'd like to go against what I usually am bad with. Go out of the box. Okay. Discover I'm really good at it. I'll regret it. I'll regret it. <laughs> so Rain's soul is heavy with Mystique. Roxy's soul is heavy with... Uh, Moxie. 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 So think of this almost like your character's like astrological sign almost <gasps> is how oh, I would describe that. I, like oh, no, I kind of do want to go so with much. mirth just because it's so the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you always see the light. It, oh, well, you, it sort of fits. Like you can always see the lighter side. It doesn't mean that you. God, you're such a news out there. <laughs> You're it's like, you, yeah, you don't follow through. <laughs> I, was, I was encouraging. No, I'll stick with Mystique. But it's just funny. Now, what did you select, Fava? I chose moderation. That sounded like, I'm sorry, that sounded like a dare ad for back in the I chose moderation. I chose <laughs> moderation. Cheesy like meta medicine music yeah. place. Do, yep. Do, 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 yep. <laughs> okay, if you could um copy your sign, the piece of your soul, so to speak. Um okay. and pop it into your character sheet so that you have access oh. to it. Biography. Already. Done. I'm gonna put it in the biography. Yeah, it's, I'm doing biography. Cheers. Never look at it. This would be under flaws, right? This, uh... <laughs> Depends how you use it. I, mean, I can raise that. Memory would be under my flaws. Sorry. I have the attention span of a goldfish and a memory capacity of even less. Features and traits. Now, if everyone ideas. could give me an initiative roll. <laughs> I heard initiative, my brain immediately switched to combat mode, and I'm like, what? Are we fighting something? Um, no. Actually, just give me a 1d20. There's no initiative in weaving, so just roll a d20. Gotcha. I got a 10. I got a 14. I'm so bad with the commands. What's the commands for Foundry again? Slash roll 1d20. Slash roll 1d20. I should really memorize this. Wow. Okay, I got a one. That's not it. Starting off strong. Uh, we're doing initiative, you said? Uh, just, just a 1d20. So you got a six. The heck? I think I'm just missing Roxy. My bad. Why so are we in like ranking mode where like the lower the number, the higher rank you are? Or are we going like... We'll find out. <laughs> It's like not letting me do mine. My won't copy paste. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Were... I'm doing boss music with my drumming. You're doing fabulous. Thanks. Also, apologies to anyone watching. I just realized my camera's a bit choppy. So sorry if that's giving anyone motion issues. No. But my poor old MacBook. I made You're a close. Mistake. Just I know. I no space. Slash roll. 
And that's what I had had. The, the space needs to be between the there you go. L and the one. In the L and the one and the girl. Ooh, it's a four. Go. It's hey. a four. <laughs> Beautiful. So that's just that Moxie showing, you know. <laughs> Never gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Never gonna stop. And then everyone roll one D six for your starting influence, except for Altier, please roll two D six. So are we two. losing the influence we had from before the break? We do have two new people, so I feel like I should make you restart. Mm. How do you I feel? So I saved so much. That. How much are we talking? I've got I'm, 10. I have 14 influence. Can they roll 2d6? Yeah, can we just roll 3? I like that. Give them more and let us keep ours. So I'll roll 3d6. I guess it's all the same then. Uh... So I'm you had... feel good about it, though. You so just you start us where we're at and give us what we just rolled. 10, I mean, 10, 14, plus 1d6. Altier got 2d6. I'm going to give them... Uh, uh, so, Katha and Altier, you both yes. get 10 additional. So, I have 14 total. Influence. You have 14 total. Thumbs up. Plus, so, sorry, 10 plus your 1d6. Altier, you get 10 plus your 2d6. And then Rain Father Roxy, you get 1d6 on top of what you already had. Sweet. Okay. Everyone all influenced up and ready to go? Yep. Yes. Yes. I'm excited for weaving. All right. Let's My see. My first weaving on the World Weaving Podcast. The first weaving on the Weaving Podcast. Is that the chaos roll? That's the chaos roll. I want to know what oh. it is. Ooh. Are you using it? You're doing it right away? Yeah. <laughs> Will you read all of our wonderful uh, listeners? What am I reading? Uh, what your ability is, your mystique. Ability. Oh, my mystique is I get to s- I can spend half of my influence points to know what the chaos roll is, and then I can oh. share it as I see fit. Which means I don't have to tell the truth if I don't want to. <laughs> oh, you can also decide. I don't, that's I. I shouldn't say that. Can I? Can I say the second part of it? No, that's for Andy to share. Okay. <laughs> yes. Also, that's I just said all of it. I can share. I don't have to tell the truth. Mm. Can you also uh, do I round up or round down? Where am I looking? I see where it looks like I had rolled something. Yeah. That I didn't. That I didn't. <laughs> but it well, looks like I did. <laughs> I, I d- you, anything you might have sent me, Grant, I do not see. Oh, there oh, you go. Okay. I see that. Can everyone else see that? No. I can see the number. I can't see what it actually is, though. I can okay. see that it says 48, but I do not know what 48 means. Oh. I can see Trident. I yeah, see. I accidentally clicked yeah. on my sheet. <laughs> oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. Chris, everyone is hit by 48 <laughs> Tridents. <laughs> That's actually what it is. If I disagree with just... what you weave, you just get hit with a trident. I shouldn't have held hands walking in. <laughs> but this is in real life, right? Like, not even our characters, just mm-hmm. a trident will appear out of the ether. Just whack. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not stab, just, no. just like a paddle. Yep. Just makes me think of that Aquaman SNL style. skit just... where uh, Pierce Brosnan is interviewing for a job and Will Ferrell plays the terrible boss. 
Does anyone I anyone know? I've seen the, well, I don't that one. Grant, oh do I my roll? God. Do, are we rounding up or down? Like for half? Because I have 13. Uh, round up for your influence. So I'd go down to six for half? Or, or wait, no, I want up? it to be better for you. So you okay, go down so... to uh, seven. Okay. Thank you. Are we and... saying what we currently have then? For influence points? I now have seven. Yeah. We usually, so unless Grant chooses to do it differently, we have started weaving sessions going around saying what we've had. Have we? <laughs> have we? That's what I remember. Because I always had to tell you guys how much I had. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I will say it's up to you if you'd like okay. to share or if you'd like to keep it close to your chest. Just like I have four billion influence. <laughs> right. I think it's totally up to you all. And there, I do, I do. For anyone who's new to World Weavers or anyone who's just with us weaving for the first time, this is not meant to be, while this is supposed to be collaborative and it's going to be beautiful, I personally believe with all of my heart that some of the most creative and collaborative things come from dissonance, creative dissonance. And I very much think that heads need to butt and that people need to go against the flow. So uh, I am here to keep things a little bit chaotic and I don't want you all to just like come up with something everyone likes every time, which is how we got some of our craziest, most amazing things that we have. Rakadillos. So, exactly. Um, so as you, I have sent Rain information on... Rain loves this chaos. What chaos is occurring. <laughs> uh, and that's what you get, is that Rain loves it. Um, and we are uh, taking this right turn and then before us, I'd like you to describe this kind of like topmost layer of what's under Scorter. Uh, and that's going to be starting with rain. Uh, is this, are the tunnel, and again, you can always say, fuck you, I'm going to talk about something else. There are rock monkeys down here. You can always say, fuck you. Well, I mean, um, rock monkeys. So... Uh, what I imagine is like, what is the first thing we see? Is this like a bridge over this like endlessly dark chasm? Are the ceilings like unnaturally like high? Are these tight winding caverns? Um, what's kind of like the general makeup of the underneath here? I think when we first get in, it's, it's actually a pretty big, huge open area. With the ceiling reaching pretty much to, like under where we were walking. So we came down a pretty steep incline. So as we go in, the ceilings reach out. So it's a huge open area. Um, but that quickly filters off into smaller tunnels. So while this first area is big and open, it quickly goes into much more tight areas that go who knows where. How tight are we talking? Are we talking like... You know what I mean? Like cave divers who have to like squeeze through. Uh, we're not spelunking, but I think like the majority are like single file. Um, maybe some going to like walking shoulder to shoulder, but I don't think there's too many that are much bigger than that. And then um, remind me, what are the influence point costs for stepping in on something? So... You spend an influence point to say, I don't want that. I, it's 
upside down and in Kool-Aid, right? Gotcha. Or you can okay but it, so to speak, where you can say, okay, you know, it's it's uh, tight, but there's also uh, worms. So gotcha. uh, if then... But that incurs an influence point expenditure. Yeah, do you that. do have to spend an influence okay, point in order to okay. okay but or to change something. Rain can contest, though, and say, nope, I don't like that. In which point we end, we enter into an influence contest. And then everybody gets to pitch in. They can vote spending their influence. And they will whisper me what they want to spend. And then I will tally up the votes. And the winner of the votes wins. Okay. So I currently, like just so that we understand, uh, Rain has illustrated there is uh like a you see just an open area and then just a large well like tons of tunnels that go everywhere yeah so so large open high ceilinged dark areas that are connected by the majority the majority of these tunnels are tight kind of single file uh winding tunnels think like ant system like yeah so it's it's like a honeycomb like the all the walls are just sort of honeycombed with these tight tunnels yeah, I see them all being like ground level. Like I don't see like, okay. like bees I would like, like up in the ceiling. But... Not the bees. <laughs> Rock bees. Spend an influence too. And um, yes, and um, the tunnels, the tight tunnels, gradually get larger and wider and bigger the farther down you go. Um, like they're they're single file, and then a couple more hundred feet down. You could probably walk three by three a couple more hundred feet down. You could fit an entire party until it eventually reverses kind of. And you're walking along narrow paths of stone like bridges across huge chasms. And then eventually it just gets to the point where it's just seemingly void at the bottom. So it's like an almost root structure where it's thin at the bottom. But then the ground intertwines and laces together towards the top until it forms the solid top. You lost me with the root yeah, thing oh, because you were saying smaller to larger and roots are larger to smaller. I'm well, yeah, the, super the lost. Pa- the, the solid paths are smaller at the bottom and it's just like bridges across chasms. But the farther up you go, then the bigger the bridges become until it reverses and becomes small tunnels rather than small bridges. Like instead of a small space in solid stone, at the bottom, it would be solid stone in an empty place. So, so almost like the about... walking paths never change. It's just the space around it that either it's increases or gets you. tightened. But it's exactly. technically the same amount everywhere. So basically yeah, I... halfway through, you basically lose the walls and start gaining just like pit of death. Exactly. Little yeah. Little. The farther down you go, the more it becomes a balancing act. Chasms. Oh boy! All right. I did not even scary. picture all of these declining. So you see all of these paths doing this, and all of them going down. Anything the farther you go down, like eventually you would reach a point where there's just no ground to go further, and it's just a bottomless seeming pit. And when you reach the very bottom, that is my yes and. It would still be tight tunnels for like the first couple probably half a mile into the ground i don't like the whole 
going down into a pit thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's intimidating. <laughs> Pits are always intimidating. <laughs> Grant. Yeah. Is it possible to yes and the yes and or but After the yes and? After we resolve this. So first, Andy gets to say whether or not she accepts. I do not Once, accept. Okay, okay. So what's going to happen now is we're going to go into a contest. And now you're open to negotiate all tier. So you could say, well, what if we did this? Do both of you agree? So, you know, so to speak. Um, you're more than welcome to. Uh, welcome back, Emily. Thanks. You're you're more I than welcome also, to offer in there. I could also illustrate my point to make it a bit more. Clear. I understand it. I just don't want no, this is a scary. path going into an endless pit. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, what is in uh, discussion now is um, the whatever we're calling this place. I I have been calling it the Underscar. I know that's a little cringy, but that's what it's called in my head right now. So I like it. Under Well, Emily likes us. That's it. So if you come up with a name for it while we're doing it, then... I'm going to yes, but that. <laughs> then go ahead and... Go ahead and uh, pitch in a name but the what is in contest now is going to be more of a you know uh walls versus not walls i think is the way to say it as you go deeper are these tight walled spaces or are these uh a series of kind of bridges over a void if you would like to vote spent you do have to the winners of the contest have to spend their influence so if you would like to vote, let me stop sharing my screen just in case. I don't think you guys can see that. But. Yeah, I can't see it. Um, if you would like to spend influence on Void, then please whisper me Void and a number of how much influence you're willing to spend on that. If you would like to vote Walls, then please vote <laughs> Rails. <laughs> Safety. If you'd like to vote Rails, then whisper me Walls and a number. And I'll tally up the votes. You do realize that this is going to make our personal DMs to you very odd. Um, <laughs> Rails, two. <laughs> uh, that is between you and whoever is reading your DMs. <laughs> and we're just sending these in the private role thing to you though right grant you can listen to me on discord if it's easier for you however you want to get them to me uh i'm sending it to you via just our personal chat okay sounds good i'll have to open up discord real quick okay and um i would like to say once it gets to void there's no pillars holding up the world it's just void as far as you can like there's not any that, pillars save that, that for your turn yeah. you can always add stuff in because like Changing i said if you, thing, if you have an idea you don't have to listen to my prompt that's always one thing i'm going to gotcha. repeat 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 i give you a prompt you can always be like i want to talk about the giant waterfall to nowhere or i want to talk about the rock bees or i want to talk about the bioluminescent gotcha. fungus down here um rock bees great name for a band mm-hmm Okay, so votes are coming in. Sweet time. Okay. Oh, my poor computer.
And you all said a different word, so my brain is... <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel like in our defense, many words were thrown out. It's true. Yes. There were many words. Many words. So well, many words. Void of nothingness, where we shall all die. Because pushing <laughs> is a bonus action. A pit of despair. Pushing is a Only bonus action in World I Weavers. I forgot about that. Don't even think. It's very, very close. Does anyone have anything <clears throat> for contests that they want to do before I reveal? I'm trying to remember. So the difference is we're talking about cohesive tunnels as opposed to not cohesive tunnels. We're yep. talking about tunnels walls get... on the sides of the tunnels versus not walls, and you could just fall off to a pit of despair. Yeah. Yeah, the tunnels gradually get bigger and bigger until there's no ground left. Like, the actual tunnels <laughs> grow, sort of like if you melt a hole in something, the hole will continue to grow until it hits the edges, and then there's just no more of the material left. The like path the is always, like, a single person wide, and sometimes mm -hmm. there's walls, and then it, there just stops being walls, <laughs> is what Michael yeah. wants. And yep. you could just fall off the path into the pit of despair. But no, we're underground, like which means that there are always walls. Not it's until there's not. In a fantasy world. Until there's not okay. is basically what we're saying. We're <laughs> under... No, 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 no. Like, unless we're falling into the, you know, the space. Unless we're falling into space. Unless we're falling out of the world. Uh, out of the bean. Uh, then, yeah, there are always going to be walls. Well, no, it's like picture. Okay. How like, long did you before see you the, hit the wall? I did guess you see the D and D movie? Yeah. Like where they walk along that like, like rock bridge? Yes, there's walls sure. all the way out, okay. but they could fall off and go. Yeah, that's hundreds exactly. of feet down to death. Got one it. of those walls. Yeah. So Michael wants fall to death. I want yeah. always walls. <laughs> or almost yes. always walls. Well, when you put it like that. <laughs> well, when you put it like that. You guys are, you can campaign, too. You can. Yeah. That's me campaigning. That's me campaigning. <laughs> I think it was Mark Twain who said no. <laughs> I mean, is there room? So that's moderation speaking here. Um, <laughs> well, tunnels are different. Like, they lead to different things. I think it's fair to say that some can lead into a cavernous area that then drops off a little bit and most stay really oh. thin. Have any of you ever seen a river delta? That thing where it just branches off into tinier and tinier paths before it hits ocean? Think that, but vertical. Where, like, the ocean is the void and the tunnels get, like, there's more and more land for tunnels to be in the farther you go up. It's like a river delta, but vertical. That's still scary. That's still scary. It's, it's the whole pit of death. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> nothing well, to do with the tunnels. My question initially, <laughs> when the tunnels were first posed, I know, Andy, you said it was sort of like, think ant farm, like that sort of building out. Are any of these tunnels, are they all devised in such a way that you would remain upright walking? Or are any of them like, you, got, you would have to be like crawling on your belly at points or... Back room slides. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> weave that far. I just weaved okay. that this is one cavern with tunnels going off to it, theoretically yep. to other caverns at some point. Okay. Maybe not. Um, so there could be some smaller tunnels. There could be some bigger. Um, mine just so have guess, walls. So clarification point for this voting then. Yeah. What Andy had not yet established what's at the end of these tunnels. 
Sure. We don't Aaron know. Aaron is establishing what's at the end of these tunnels. So we are yes. essentially voting on is this what we want at the end of the tunnel, or do we want to leave that an open unweaved place? Yeah? I think the ultimate thing that we're voting is uh, as we get deeper, um, are the majority of the passages tight tunnels or are the majority of the pi- uh, passages uh, bridges over chasms? That's that's essentially what we're okay. weaving. I think we know what's at the top mm-hmm. and the, the but is as the underscar goes deeper, you get into deeper layers of the underscar. Um, Suddenly we have the bridge of Casa Doom. Right. I, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not even yeah. saying that's right. I'm not even saying that there's not going to be tunnels just because they're mostly chasm. I'm talking about the majority of the uh, of the layout. Gotcha. Are these going to be, you know, winding layers of uh, chasm bridges over chasms? Or are these going to be more claustrophobic or fear of heights? That's what you're picking. <laughs> OK, thank you for the clarification. Okay, um, so the votes are in, and shockingly close, but walls win. Dang it. Oh, well. So then those who voted for walls... Those who voted walls, rails, or safety, (laughs) are the three words I got, um, (laughs) subtract that influence from yours. And that's going to, unless anyone else has any other comments on the upper layer uh, general makeup, then I'm going to move on. Going once, going twice. Fava. Is it possible for me to uh, make an amendment to, it's not really uh, an amendment in so much as it's more of an aesthetic adjustment to uh, Rain's. I mean, uh, I gave zero aesthetics, so. Yeah, I might save that for your turn if you have an idea okay. what you want it to yeah, look I'll like. Yeah. Um, what you can do is you can take my prompt and then you can wipe your butt with it and throw it away and then say whatever <laughs> you want. I plan. I plan to. Um, <laughs> that's the beauty of all of this. So, <laughs> uh, Fava, what I wanted to ask next is how many entrances are there to this underworld? And. How often do they occur kind of throughout Scorter? Um, how many ways are there to get here? Is this somewhere where there's like a whole continent under the continent? Or is this, you know, did you just find the entrance? I certainly think there's more than one. This is the similar thinking to like an anthill. This is probably the main entrance. And then there are smaller... It's not widely known, so there aren't a ton of entrances everywhere, but there are a couple more smaller ones scattered throughout. How would one find access to one of these smaller entrances? Can you think of, like, maybe an example? Is this something where you're going to have to go digging, excavating, a random rockadillo burrows under you and you fall into the... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I think at least two of them are essentially sand traps of you got to know where they are if you want to intentionally go down. Otherwise, you're just going to fall in. Um, or like there are the spiders that will like cover themselves up and cover their burrow in sand so that they can then 
jump out. It's kind of like that, where there is intentionally this kind of sand covering where if you're looking for it, you wouldn't be able to see it unless you know where it is or unless you accidentally fall into it. Um, and then other ones are like very strategically placed in the shadows of large rocks. So it looks like just a shadow on the ground when it's actually a cave entrance. Beautiful. I'll tear. I'm next, really? Uh, you rolled a six. I rolled a six. Against Roxy's four and Keith is one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, the tunnels themselves, aside from the celestial writing that you see in the, in the entrance and, of course, on the statue, um, throughout this cave system, there's two. Uh, one is a, what is a, a technological uh, feature. So I believe that there is a part of the muse speci speciality. Uh, my influence counts as two times. Whenever weaving, anything to do with arts, inventions, or technology levels, once per weaving. So, knowing that, I'm going to say that the um, throughout the uh, tunnel uh, system, there is what looks to be the, the remains of uh, an ancient mycelium network, mushroom network, um, that uh, glows uh, in the dark. And, uh, but ever so, every so feet, if you, if we're carefully looking, it seems that the, uh, the things that are allowing, you know, sort of like how, uh, when you hold a glow stick up to light, um, it, uh, will glow brighter. Um, the mycelium network glows is sort of a natural property that it has, but the light that it, or where it's getting the light from are these celestial runes that are uh, interspersing the tunnels. And they, they're sort of like the mycelium network has grown over them, but they, the runes are still shining. That's beautiful. Uh, I will tell you why someday. Uh, I, you weren't here for when the mushrooms killed everyone, so it just has some funny implications that there's yep. celestial runes there. This is like that. This yep. is like that silly meme this prompt where you, <laughs> where you basically are like, read the first two sentences of a book, and then and then add, and then the dragons came. Right. Um, <laughs> you did that. It yep. was the best of times. It was the worst of times, and then the mushrooms came. Yeah. <laughs> the gods Indeed. brought the mushrooms. Yeah. Great. <laughs> That is beautiful. I'm trying. I'm like visualizing yes. these, these, uh, these veins terrifying. with these runes glowing. Is there any color? Uh, they, uh, it's a they change uh, in color from sort of a uh, a bright, uh, sort of a very warm yellow light, like almost a more of a golden yellow light, uh, to uh, to like this fierce fiery blue. And are we talking like the Nope. 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 We're not. We're not we'll talking. Never know. <laughs> Surprise, I'm leaving you in suspense. Uh, are we talking like the last of us type of mycelium that's like 
don't even know. So actually, no. Like, yeah, so but like it's, it's not. It, it it's more like um when uh in the Lord of the Rings um I'm trying to remember yeah it was in the the Fellowship of the Ring in the uh in the yeah the Fellowship of the Ring the extended edition there's a scene mm-hmm. where they're walking and they hold the light up and you see like the mithril glow mm-hmm. and yeah, you see it like yes. Yes. Oh, so it's almost like built into the walls as opposed to something being on it. So the runes itself are the things that are built in. Yeah. They are sort of the they are the the technological side of the thing. Yes. Um the mycelium is just grown out, but it also looks like it at, was at one time perhaps grown in certain areas so that it would eventually <clears throat> grow out forming this illumination system oh so there's like yeah. hubs where the mycelium origin originated that then grew out throughout the tunnels so the reason that i had this idea was because back i don't remember what year it was it was fairly recently i feel but um uh, in japan they used uh i think it was uh mushrooms yes to to basically figure out how how their subway how they wanted their subway system to work yeah, um, and my basically, favorite fact: the mycelium basically that's found the most fact. ideal way the, to from to go from one point to another point, yeah. and it was it's sort of like that where the runes act as a way of sort of like allowing things to like grow at like a hyper level, um, and then the mycelium do what they do, uh, they do sort what of they naturally. Do. Yeah, love. Okay. Uh, incredible. I love it so much. Um, I feel like I've been yes anding a lot, even though I've only done what I would no, like There's to yes no and. such thing. Take that thought okay. and put it in the garbage. I would like to yes and change the runes to actual like physical material, not just like writing or like little like inscriptions or like essence, but like actual physical ore or mineral or object or just straight up artifact that are just buried or a part of the stone that are causing this rather than just like a little bit of essence or runes, like something that's mineable, something that's harvestable. I want to say, no, this is a, this is something that is, this is something that is, and, and grant, you can please feel free to step in on this. It's something that, I don't, I live no, actually, shit. I don't, I, actually, I'm, I don't think I'll need you for this specifically. It, it's one of those things where, because, You've already said that the that on this world, magic and the arcane is something that is born of remnant. Mm-hmm. But given the, re- the reason I'm having this idea now is that all of these celestial, well, the reason that they're runes is because they're taken from the they're taken from something that is not born of remnant. Gotcha. And it, okay. And it is it is something that is very foreign to anybody who might be a magic user and gotcha. so you guys are potentially seeing something for the first time that you haven't ever encountered before. gotcha um i'm not going to be contesting that i'm not going to be fighting for it do i still have to spend that one no i guess we okay. can sub- we can submit you can run away and you can tuck okay. your tail behind <laughs> your legs oh no, no i just no, genuinely no. love that reasoning and i think okay. it's better than my idea all right so. Then, uh, beautiful. We have celestial runes and uh, fungus that has grown throughout all these tunnels. It is interesting, though, because it's growing underground, whereas it doesn't necessarily seem like anything celestial. Well, I don't know. 
I mean, there's already well, the celestial it's kind of the, the beauty of mushrooms, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like something punched the earth. Maybe the oh, uh, that's my. Turn. I mean, that's, that's the rumor. Stuff. We actually haven't confirmed that. That is the a rumor that was thrown I, out. Or maybe the maybe the people who inhabited the planet. Oh, this might be going too far. I don't know. Maybe the people that were inhabiting. I'm pause you. Okay. So yeah. Altier, I do want to know. Let's say a percentage, because we haven't really established how deep this goes. We okay. know it goes deep. We've already said miles. But yeah. percentage-wise, how deep does this uh, mycelium go? Um, It has never been charted before. Ooh, great answer. It is, yeah. Like, like so, like so, like so many things that exist in nature, we don't actually know how far anything really goes. Um, whether it's the deepest portion of the ocean or you are exploring the Amazon rainforest. Mm. Um, there are just certain things that we are never going to possibly uncover. Beautiful. Uh, Roxy. Other than the apparent insectoid creature that you run into and hypothetically the ant kick, if you are mm-hmm. to believe that this is where it went. Okay. Uh, what's something else that might live down here? Hmm. I think I love this like bioluminescent thing. And I kind of had wanted to play off of that also. So I think that especially in the areas where you find a lot of those mushroom and mushroom systems, there are little creatures that are common to underground cave systems, be they little rodents or little um, worms or, you know, amphibians, what have you, but they have started to ingest these things and have taken on a little bit of that glow themselves. So you might be in an area of the cave that doesn't have a lot of those mushrooms, but then see a little glowing creature skitter past you because just up ahead, there's a whole bunch and that's actually where it's trying to get to. Beautiful. A little now, glowing are we talking mouse? Like- stop are we talking like sparse animals or like avatar level entire glowing ecosystem levels i think it depends on like how dense the mycelium in that area is Mm. if it's an area that has a lot of mushrooms and a lot of animals have found that to be a safe place maybe there's also water there what have you then yeah there would be a ton of creatures around if it's a little more sparse just here or there you might just see like again one or two little you know bugs or or lizards or something scattered Small question for clarification. Okay. Because we did previously weave that on Squirtur, the only creatures that exist are the Rockadillo and the Bug. Mm-hmm. So is but this not considered Squirtur anymore? We, technically, we're under Squirtur. That's why I'm asking. Because we, we weave that specifically on Squirtur. There were yeah, no I creatures. thought on was these are the things we have seen on land were the, the what you just said. I'm thinking underneath there could be because it's I mean, if it's a big desert plain, most of the creatures would go underneath and underground to live because that would be cooler. There'd be more water access. That's kind of my thought. Um, So I feel like we could see creatures under here that you probably wouldn't see above land just because it's safer and there's more resources for them. Mentally, I'm treating this like a different area. Different area. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
This is that me going against it. it. It was just me clarifying. Of and then there's that previous yeah, I, weaving. Party. I was I was considering, and I think it's just a different. There's a loading screen. Before. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Um. So we've got glowing rodents, which can be you can follow the little glowing guys to right. uh, heavy sources of mycelium. Which hypothetically, if this is something that's been grown, would mean a lot of tunnels converging. So mm-hmm. there's like be. it's almost like your little crossroads. You can follow the little rats to the little crossroads yeah. of tunnels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Sorry if I'm taking that somewhere. You, didn't mean no, just, love the all effect that. of it. Is, I love the um, idea of just seeing little glowing creatures running around in places where you're like, what? What is that? And then, oh, okay. <laughs> Especially when you're in the pitch black and there's chasms. Exactly. Wait, no, there are no chasms. We said no chasms. No chasms. No chasms. I mean, maybe some chasms, but not some the chasms. majority Tiny. of chasms. Some chasms. There's not um, just void for floor, sadly. Right. Sadly. <laughs> um, uh, Katha. All right. Um, oh, you, don't, you don't need me. You don't need no problems. <laughs> Sorry. I have, I have. No, ideas. I love it. Um, so in areas where there's a significant visual absence of runes or mycelium, places where that isn't present, things start to get like weird. Like there's like gray fog everywhere or like it's, it gets hard to see or things start taking unnaturally geometric or unnaturally smooth characteristics. Like a tunnel will look like it's made out of polygons or it'll look like a mirror polished tube. Um, And it's just this general sense of like static noise and unease that's kind of in these places where the runes aren't present or where you see runes have faded or gone away or like died out. Um, And the mycelium like, distinctly avoids these areas and any plant life you see in there is like slate gray stuff can still live there but it is slate gray there is no color no bioluminescence no nothing it's it's like these pitch black almost like blackout pockets scattered throughout the place where it's just died out and the closer you get to the scar the more calm they are i love that with the chaos roll just throwing that out there. Oh no! I've loved a few <laughs> things with the chaos roll. I keep oh, looking no. at you, Andy. I'm like, she can't see me looking at her. We're like looking at the screen, but I'm like, I kind of know. So, so those faces, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so yeah, that goodness. is my contribution. Little like blackout zones where the reality gets a bit weird. Um, Love things it. Things seem longer. Things seem shorter. Gravity gets weird. Stuff like that. Stuff where it's like stuff doesn't quite line up and it's pitch black and light doesn't do well time is um, a weird soup <laughs> i love that with uh with memory with your the piece that's, of your soul that's yep, just that's what i'm going absolutely for absolutely chef's kiss so here's a fun thing we've never done before i'm always coming at you guys think fast think fast i've never done this before but we have to stop so you actually are going to get two fucking weeks to think about your next weaving round so god knows what happens when you have all this time to think about it but um we are going to stop here and we're going to continue weaving the underscar in two weeks when we come back because i'm not done i I want more i want more of this 
again, please come up with a name because I don't want to call it the skid mark or whatever I've been saying. <laughs> but let's um, once we come up with a name for it, I will use that. I just it's it's underscar in my notes. That's why I keep saying it. But I'm not married to that name. It's at all. the underlight. Uh, <laughs> like that. Uh, and sorry, you have to keep the secret for two weeks, Andy. Now you know the life of the DM. I'm always that gives you so much time to plan. That's true. Uh, that's going what, into it. That's what mystique is for, right? Like the the tactics, the strategy, the shadows, the whispers. This place is going to be horrible. I'm um, so excited. Excellent, <laughs> excellent uh, work to our new friends, uh, Aaron and Andy, Dandy, Andy too. I think that was excellent for your first time weaving, and I'm uh, I love this part. Of this Thank show. you. It's my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Um, so uh, only a couple people exploded and excellent weaving started. I am very happy with our session. Thank you, everyone who's watching, everyone who's listening, if you're listening on the podcast. If you could, go to actualplaypods.com, and that has just a plethora of links for you. You can get links to our Discord. It's the best Discord. Uh, no cap, as the kids say. It is absolutely the best Discord that exists. Um, That's definitely no something people my age say. Yep. You can <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fire. It's, you know. it's oh. it, it is totes adorbs. Sick. Yeah. Um <laughs> the the uh other stuff you can get is links to our other shows. So you can catch Andy on Power Word Fail. You can catch uh Fava Emily on the homebrew. Um there's also a pirate show we have sanity damage which is really fun um we have a lot of uh we have a lot of shows publish a lot of content we publish like i'm not exaggerating like seven hours of free content a week or something stupid so check that out actualplaypods.com not to mention our tiktok not to mention our TikTok. Yeah. Also, I, I forget that we're on YouTube. I forget we're on social media. But our social media is uh, linked on actualpaypods.com. And you can take a little trip south to the subscribe button right around probably, where am I pointing? Like here-ish. And mm-hmm. you can hit the subscribe button and you can ding the little bell. And that helps us out so much. So do that. Um, longest outro of all time. Only show I don't have my <laughs> outro written down for, which makes means I start rambling. Could I just make it slightly, slightly longer? Slightly longer. Go ahead. Uh, I would like to share. Since I don't think we're going to get it to do it because it was supposed... I I realized I wanted to have it happen when we were like either just waking up or uh, we were still at... It was still nighttime. Oh, it's poem Uh, time. Yes, it is. It is uh, poem time with Altier. Uh, Rain, feel free to log off. It's not important. Um, <laughs> no, she needs to hear it. And- <laughs> <laughs> she will do it. <laughs> Bye. <clears throat> Spend uh, an influence point. <laughs> oh, I'd like to contest Spend you doing this. Spend an influence point to delete the poem. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, yes, and your poem does not exist. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <clears throat> In Kayamia's Night... Where dreams take flight, two silver moons in soft celestial light. They dance in the heavens, a radiant pair, guiding the way with a gentle cosmic glare. Their shimmering glow, a mystical sight, reflecting on waters a tranquil delight. In Kaimia's embrace, they softly croon the twin silver moons in eternal 
And this is where Fava's contribution comes in. Spoons. Tune. <laughs> an eternal tune. That was wonderful. Uh, I'm going to say you get 1d6 influence as many poems as you write me. So just keep going with it. Um, and that's actually the end of the show. <laughs> now, part two, actualplaypods.com. I really had a good time. And I'll see everyone in a couple weeks. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Bye-bye. That was World Weavers. Thanks for listening, and feel free to join us at actualplaypods.com, where you can find links to our Patreon, our Discord, and more. That's actualplaypods.com. See you next Monday.